The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. I am professional wrestler Chris Rex, and if you're hearing my voice, that means you're listening to the Bear of Texas podcast. Good day, ladies and gentlemen, and Merry Christmas. And welcome to another edition of Into the Net FC, the soccer talk discussion segment of the Bear of Texas podcast. This is the Bear of Texas reporting live from an undisclosed location deep in the heart of Texas. Ladies and gentlemen, today I fly solo as this, as today's episode was clearly unexpected. It was done via improvisation. It came out of nowhere because I never thought the news of what I'm going to talk about today would actually come so early. Ladies and gentlemen, it appears that Thomas Tuchel has been sacked as the manager of Paris Saint-Germain, and it seems that Mauricio Pochettino will be appointed to become the next manager. Ladies and gentlemen, I would be lying to you if I told you that I was not shocked by this news, because I truly am shocked, because... I knew that, uh, obviously, that Thomas Tuchel had been in the hot seat because Paris Saint-Germain, at the moment, is not in a great position in Ligue 1. But I would not have expected Thomas Tuchel to be fired, just like, I don't know where like that, much less on Christmas Eve. So, truth be told, ladies and gentlemen, to say that I am shocked of this news would be one hell of an understatement. I mean, I am shaking now because of this news because it was just so totally unexpected. I'm not entirely sure, really. I, I'm not. I haven't found exactly a specific reason. From what I understand, it's because of the results in League A, but also because of some sort of controversial comment that Thomas Tuchel said in the press conference after Paris Saint Germain's four nothing win, r- recent win. Okay. From what I understand, the, the sources say it has something to do with, with that. But, again, I'm not entirely sure. But, I, I, I just don't know what happened. Now, as as far as Thomas Tuchel goes, he replaced uh, Unite Emery in 2018 when Emery left to go coach Arsenal. He signed an extension last May, okay? And as we know, and, and what's a... Uh, also, what I find you know so ironic is that the firing comes four months, four months after he took PSG to their first Champions League final, where they unfortunately lost to Bayern Munich. 
you know, in in last uh, in the last Champions League tournament, I was pretty sure that Thomas Tuchel would be fired during that time because as soon as Paris Saint Germain is eliminated in the knockout stage, Thomas would be sacked. Fortunately, in his case, he was able to retain the job for the time being as he was able to take them to the final. PSG is currently in third place, like I said in Ligue 1. They are one point behind the leaders, which would be Olympique Lyonnais, and they have lost four of their 17 games this season. Now, they did, in fact, top their Champions League group against uh, ahead of the likes of RP Leipzig and Manchester United. Les Parisiens are set to face Barcelona in the round of 16. Now, truth be told, as a, Steve and I had discussed this, as much of a, of a mess that Barcelona is, I still feel like Barcelona is perfectly capable of pulling off an upset because as we've seen many, many times, when Paris Saint-Germain is not ready to go, when they crack under pressure, they suffer a humiliating and heartbreaking loss. And that could very well happen against Barcelona. But now that a new manager is coming, like I said, Mauricio Pochettino, I think Paris Saint-Germain's odds have just gotten gotten up. Mauricio Pochettino would be a great hire. The dude managed Southampton and he managed Tottenham and he took Tottenham to the Champions League final where they lost 2-0 to Liverpool. And as we know, Pochettino himself, he played for Paris Saint-Germain from 2001 to 2003 before... Uh, Transferring to uh, Bordeaux, where he would play for a year. But I can honestly say that, you know, it's like it's like I said, you know, I'm I'm just so shocked that I am continuously at a loss of freaking words. So that's why I'm I can't stop stuttering, and you know, I, I can't keep I, I keep losing my train of thought. So I apologize. <sighs> Apparently. From what I I have read, this sack this sacking actually has been a long time coming. You know, as far as I, in in my case, I never really had a problem with uh, Thomas Tuchel because you know he we did win back to back League One titles, winning the Coupe de France as well and Coupe de la Ligue, and of course those the uh, the appearance in the Champions League final. So I figured, you know what, what whatever happens, there should be no hard feelings because. We did win a. We, we they did win some domestic titles. Les Parisiens did. Winning the Champions League would have been the best thing, but still, what we've won under the leadership of Thomas Tuchel is certainly respectable. And I'm trying to figure out exactly. And, and here's the source where it says basically that. But the, the, apparently, the choosing of Pochettino from this source says it was a long time coming. And from all these sources they're saying is that Thomas Tuchel himself should have seen it coming. Now, based on the situation in Ligue 1, Paris Saint-Germain was not off to a good start, okay? But despite that, I really didn't think that Thomas Tuchel's job was in jeopardy because it was just like first few games, and I figured Paris Saint-Germain would, you know, get it together, and then they would, you know, do what they've done the last two years, just, just take the... League One, just like that. But right now, that's not the case, okay? Because there's actually some uh, pretty serious competition in League 1. And quite frankly, that's really what we want to see. Because when League 1 
is, you know, described as, quote, a farmer's league, okay? With Paris Saint-Germain just dominating the opposition and there's no competition for the title. It makes the whole situation boring, okay? But right now, there is serious competition because Lyon is a, is on top, followed by Lille, and then Paris Saint-Germain is right there third, and Rennes and Marseille and Monaco are kind of knocking on the door right behind them. So there's great competition in Ligue 1, so for the time being, Ligue 1 is certainly a very competitive and entertaining league. And quite frankly, I hope it stays that way. But in the case of Paris Saint-Germain, right now they are dealing with an injury to Neymar. Uh, from what I understand, it's an ankle injury, and he is doubtful. He could return for the uh, first encounter with Barcelona, although that, that, is, yet to be cle- that is yet to be confirmed. Uh, quite frankly, at this point, or for the time being, I should say, I do not expect him to be there. If he's there and he does great, then cool. But as far as uh, Neymar goes, they might as well just, you know, if, if he's not 100%, you know what? He has to sit it out, okay? Because Neymar is a very expensive player. You know, it's unfortunate that his habit of his um, big medical history speaks for itself. You know, they just can't afford to play around. Like, you know, they got to they gotta take it easy. <laughs> And it was actually, and, and PSG's last one was it was actually against Tasbourg. Okay, it was a four nothing win. It was great to see my my man Kylian Mbappe uh, score a goal. Although I'm I'm not entirely sure if he actually started that game, but but you know Paris Saint Germain, I, I I have the feeling that there's I don't get the feeling that there's something not right. I just understand that there is injuries and there's a little bit of something going on, but I. Like I like I've been saying, I never would have expected Thomas to be fired. Now, here's a couple of facts that is interesting. Thomas Tuchel departs the club with the best win percentage of any manager in the history of Ligue 1, seventy five point six percent. That's impressive, and the highest average of points per game, okay, which is two point thirty seven, which by the way is tied with Unai Emery. Of course, like I said, he took the cl- took the club to its first Champions League title. Okay, but you know, like I said, you know, whatever happened, apparently, there's no reason for for Paris Saint Germain. You know the the man. You know the front office, the fan base. There's there's no reason for them to not be grateful because I get it, a lot of people obviously did not like Thomas, but. There's no denying that he did well. That his tenure with Paris Saint-Germain was not a failure. I understand that losing the Champions League is a tough pill to swallow, but you know what? Paris Saint-Germain certainly has the talent and potential of returning to the final, and there's no doubt in my mind that one day, one day, les Parisiens will be Champions League champions. And I've been thinking about this, really. Because I don't want to be here on the air saying, I don't know why exactly Thomas Tuchel was fired. I can make an assumption, because an assumption is obviously better than nothing. But if you want my reasons to why I, what I believe got him fired was because of these poor results in League uh And obviously because, you know, like, like I said, there was a controversial comment that he said in the conference after the 4 nothing win against Strasbourg. Uh, it says, sources say from whatever he said that he clarified it that it was a joke, okay? But from all these sources that apparently, I, I didn't actually see the press conference himself, so these are just merely assumptions. 
But one source says that he expressed some sort of frustration with the club. Okay. That apparently that he was growing tired with the club. I mean, maybe him, maybe Thomas and the owner or, you know, management, maybe they, they were starting to have some disagreements. They were all of a sudden not on the same page. I mean, I don't know. All that could be true, but nothing really is confirmed. And I'm actually trying to uh, figure it out, but... As far as I know, the likes, you know, Kylian Mbappe, Angel Di Maria, uh, Presnel Kipembe. But as far as I know, there's been nothing between the two. Although what I'm reading right now is that there were some key players that were actually, they're actually not disappointed in his dismissal. This is a source from ESPN. It says here, and I quote, There was a time when he had the full support of his squad. But he fell out with Mbappe last year, and some of his questionable tactical decisions lost him a lot of credit. Unquote. See, there's the reasons right there, and I have to find my reasons from the research, ladies and gentlemen, because that is what I do. So, if all this is true, if he did not have the trust of his key players, okay, and if the, if they were not comfortable with his tactical decisions, or if they were frustrated with him, then he had to be let go, okay? Because when you have a team full of unique and very expensive talent and you do not have their respect, you do not have their trust, there's going to be so much drama in the locker room and such clubs cannot handle those kinds of situations. Therefore, it is time to make a decision and if a change is necessary, then they have to make the change. Okay? At the end of the day, it's nothing personal. It is just business. And from another source is that two weeks ago, Mauricio Pochettino was contacted. So it seems that, if from what I, from the feeling I get now, is that the front office of Paris Saint Germain apparently had a plan. The plan was to talk to Mauricio Pochettino, ask him if he was interested in the job, offer him a contract, and if he accepts, then you would fire Thomas Tuchel. To me, it, that merely sounds like like it was some sort of plan, like it was it like it was, it, it was well executed. But it, all I can say is, Paris Saint Germain did what Paris Saint Germain had to do. It's like I said, it's not personal; it's just business. Because the front office of Paris Saint Germain understands that if they are not getting these positive results, if they're not if they're coming up short, despite having some of some of the most expensive talent in the world, that is unacceptable. There is no reason for Paris Saint-Germain to not be competing for the title. There is no reason that they should not be considered a strong favorite to win the title this year. Okay? Now, if you all have been listening to the show, obviously I'm still sticking with, I feel like Bayern Munich is going to win the title again. But there's no doubt in my mind that Paris Saint-Germain is perfectly capable of making a deep run in the Champions League final. To me, if they don't make it to the, to make, if they don't make it to the final four, well, that will be considered a failure. Okay? Because with all that talent and everything... There is no reason why they should not make it to the final four. No matter who the, it doesn't matter who they play, whether they play Barcelona, whether they play Chelsea, whether it's Manchester City, whether it's Juventus, okay, Atletico Madrid, whatever, even Liverpool. There's no reason that Paris Saint Germain should put up a hell of a fight and ultimately get through. Okay, Paris Saint Germain should be fearless. They should always be on top of their game because they have the most expensive talent in. 
the world. They have the money. They could literally get whoever they want to. Okay? They can. Okay? So what I'm trying to say, folks, is that in the case of Paris Saint-Germain, there is absolutely no excuse for the for the shortcomings. I, under, I understand the injuries, but Paris Saint-Germain is absolutely loaded with depth, loaded with talent. There's plenty to go around. The, the injuries really should not stop them. As far as this second goes, I need to ask, if any of you who follow me on Twitter, you, you can actually let me know on Twitter, has... I'm guessing there hasn't exactly been a an official press conference re- regarding the sacking, at least not that I know ha- not that I know of. But you know, and, and here's another confirmation right there that apparently Pochettino had been in negotiations with PSG for two weeks. So like I, like I said, there's been a plan, you know, to bring in Pochettino because, like the source said, it had been a long time coming. You know, the champ, you know, the French champions. You know, so far losing four matches in league, uh, and entering the winter break in third in third place. It's very painful because, like, like, like everything I just said, all the talent and everything. You know, it, it shouldn't it shouldn't be in this predicament, okay? But sources also say that Tuchel held meetings with the uh, club president Nasser Al Khelaifi and Leonardo, who's the team's sporting director. Okay, and it says that it was decided to replace him last week due to the tensions. Okay, so apparently Thomas Tuchel had bad tensions with Leonardo, and there was also a lack of of a unique playing style. You know, but I understand the last few results for for Les Parisiens have certainly been very disappointing because there was that one nothing home defeat at the hands of Lyon, which was on December thirteenth. There was a goalless draw against Lille. Okay. Winning those two games would put Paris Saint-Germain on top, and it would put them at least two steps ahead of who's right behind them, okay? And instead, they find themselves locked in third place. And here's uh, here's something we have to understand, okay? Okay, you know what? It's actually now all coming together, because this firing has been building up for so long, it's because apparently, okay, his third season with Paris Saint-Germain was, quote, here from what I'm reading, was overshadowed with, with a disagreement with Leonardo over the recruitment, the recruiting of players. And then in October, Tuchel publicly criticized Leonardo, saying, and I quote, we lose too many players on free transfers. It is too, too much. We cannot ask the squad the same thing as we did last season. And then Leonardo re- responded the following day after PSG picked up a 6-0 win against Angers, and I quote, I didn't like his comments. The club didn't like them either. Unquote. There you go, ladies and gentlemen. There's the proof in the pudding for you. It seems that for the longest time, Tuchel and the sporting director, as well as the team's manager, or team president, I should say, were not on the same page. There was what started out from simple disagreements that's probably ultimately led to an ultimate fallout. And when that happens, you have to make a change, okay? You need everybody on the same page. The manager, the team president, the spring director, they all need to be on the same page. They all need to get along. And most importantly, folks, they have to agree. I understand how frustrating it is when you let players go on free transfers. You know, losing Edison Cavani, obviously, is probably a, a 
not good for Paris Saint-Germain, although he was injured a lot. And, you know, and you know, obviously it's hard for him to see because Edinson Cavani is actually having a... So far, his spell with Manchester United is actually doing pretty good. But but, but I really doubt there's, there's actually the frustrations over the loss of um, Edinson Cavani. Because, you know, last summer, Edinson Cavani isn't the only player to uh, that left uh, Paris, okay? You know, they lost Thiago Silva, who's now with Chelsea. They lost Eric Maxime Choupo-Moting, uh, Thomas Meunier, you know, Tanguy Kouassi, Adil uh, Arushish. <laughs> yeah, so I'll be honest, some of these players I've actually never heard of. Uh, it's, it's like I'm just actually reading, reading a couple of notes that I have here in front of me because I did do my homework, but... And, you know, here's another interesting uh, fact, is that it seems that the, the, sec- the departure of... Of Thomas Tuchel is in similar fashion of his departure from Borussia Dortmund, which was in May of 2017, reporting disagreements. You see, a lot of times that's how it happens. All of a sudden, there's what starts out as simple disagreements leads to huge fallouts. Okay, and that's why I believe Thomas Tuchel has been sacked from Paris Saint Germain. He did not agree. He had, they had disagreements with the sporting director and, and the team president. They had, I guess, they had a fallout. So you know what? They have to get rid of him. And quite frankly, that should be in the benefit of both guys. I mean, obviously, if Tuchel was not disagreeing, if was not agreeing with the team president and the sporting director, and if the players were not really happy with his uh, tactics or not happy with him, period, then there's no harmony on the club. So they have to fire him. And quite frankly, from that case, it really seems like. I really have the feeling that Thomas himself was not happy with the club. So that's why I really believe that this sacking is benefit is, is a benefit for both the club and for Thomas Tuchel. But quite frankly, you know, in the, I don't even know how many times I've already said that, but I'm just... I'm still in shock. Like you know, the you know the you know the goosebumps right now on me. You know the hair standing on the back of my neck. I I, I just never saw this coming. I I really didn't. But but from what, everything that I've I've read, you know, apparently the, the divorce between Paris Saint Germain and Thomas Tuchel has been you know probably at least a year in the making. But regardless, I mean. Uh, Paris Saint-Germain should be grateful again like I said for the accomplishments that Thomas Tuchel did have for the club but you know two and a half years in charge really is just you know and all, all these accomplishments all these wins there's there's really nothing we, we can take away from Thomas you know really you know I can't take anything from him all I can do is give him credit like I don't know if, I mean all these things I've told you these are you know what I've researched but but really, I just saw that what's done is done, and the, and there's really nothing I can do. But but let me just say this: the coach's contract was actually, <coughs> excuse me, it was set to expire at the end of this season, and I really didn't think that they were actually gonna extend his contract. I really thought that they were gonna let him go and they were gonna find somebody else. But I guess at this point, you know what? Because the disagreements are so bad, and and because like I said, I think. I really believe that the it wasn't just the the, fi- the final few results of the of their League One games. I just really believe that the controversial comment that he said in that in that press conference that had to have been the exclamation point of making the decision to fire the guy. Okay, 
Um, believe it or not, uh, according to BBC Sport, the French club has yet to confirm the Germans' dismissal. But because there's so much, uh, you know, there's all these sources, you know, this is coming from ESPN, it's coming from BBC, it's probably even coming from The Guardian. I'm, I'm not sure if Goal.com uh, released anything about it, but but I really believe, you know what, it, it, it has happened. You know, if, if you know, Sky Sports also released a statement, so I really believe that it's, you know, the, the firing did take place. Okay, you know what, no, here, eight hours ago, Goal.com did, in fact, release uh, a story about it, okay? So if Goal.com, Sky Sports, BBC, ESPN, if, if they're all saying it, then it has to be true, because I know I know, I know for a fact that these major sports outlets they're not gonna they're they're just they're gonna put the word sources in their titles if if it's not true, and most of them don't say that. Okay, at least one not the one for ESPN like the one I'm gonna hear from ESPN. There's two of them. This one says for PSG firing Tuchel. Choosing Pochettino was a long time coming, and that's everything that I've, I've explained to you. These are notes I've taken. These are things I've written down based on these sources, based on these articles. And this other source from ESPN is saying that Pochettino is quote, you know, is set to be named the new boss. So basically, from what from what I understand is, when the when they have the conference to confirm the firing, I think they're also going to confirm that Pochettino is officially the club's new manager. I would guess that it's obviously not going to happen today. I would guess it's going to happen between within 24 to 48 hours after Christmas. So what I'm saying, ladies and gentlemen, is I'm guessing that Pochettino will be confirmed as the team's manager by the end, by the end of this weekend. I would say, I would say by Monday, by the 28th, by December 28th, the whole thing should be confirmed, and that's all I can say. But let me go and finish out and clarify one more time. There was disagreements. The players were uh, reportedly not happy with the uh, tactical decisions and whatnot with uh, Thomas Tuchel. There was that controversial comment. You know, the disagreements, they weren't on the same page. So, if that's the case, firing him was the right thing to do. But like I said, the man's contract was set to expire at the end of the season. And I really didn't feel like Paris Saint-Germain had any intention of renewing the contract. Ladies and gentlemen, I want to thank y'all so very much for joining me for this quick, unexpected, improvised episode of Into the Net FC. I wish that my good friend and mentor Steve Adams would have been with me today, but you know what? Since I had to improvise all this, you know, I had to write down all my notes quickly and do all the research before I could do all this. I'm glad that despite I was under pressure doing this, I'm glad I was able to do it because you know what? I am committed to giving as much content and news on the show as possible. I'd like to remind you that Net FC is available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, and YouTube. Thank you very much, everybody. Merry Christmas and Happy New Year. Y'all take care now. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.